Welcome back for another episode of Below the Dot Podcast. My name is Chris Sharp. And I am Terry McGregor. Um, hello, everyone. I don't know how to start this anymore, but we're here. Welcome or welcome back to Below the Dot Podcast. <laughs> yes. Um, I do. I think we just start off with trivia now. I'm not really mm-hmm. sure. So we can go ahead and get started. Um, what is the name of the actor who plays Spinner? Spinner, the actor that plays Spinner's name is Shane Kipple. Very good. I'm getting so good at these. And my next question is, what is Paige's culture for the International Day? Oh, goodness. I think that's season two. I haven't got, watched rewatched that episode yet. The only person, and you know why, the only person I can think of from this episode is Hazel. <laughs> So. <laughs> right, we we all know what Hazel said we she was. We all know what the hell Hazel was claiming to be. Paige is not, it wasn't Italian. I have no clue. Okay, so I will give you a hint, and I feel like you'll be able to get it. Um, Paige claimed she was from a country, which is very relevant these days. Ukraine. There you go. Yes, it was Ukrainian culture. Wow, I would have, yeah, well, talk about being relevant with the times. I would have not remembered that. Yes, that's why I picked that question. <laughs> Very, uh, it's a hot topic almost for obvious reasons. Yes. All right. So that's all the trivia I have for today. Good job passing both of my trivia questions. You know, we're getting better at this and I'm very proud of it. So I think this is about the time where I dive into a fun fact from the episode. I do not have many today, but we already kind of talked about one. Um, and that is we're introduced to Hazel in this episode. And oh. yeah, this is the first time we like see her. Maybe she we've seen her. If we haven't, this is definitely the first time we've seen her and she spoke. Um, I have such a difficult time remembering it because I don't know if I've told you I'm forcing my coworker to watch it. Mm-hmm. And so as a result, I'm you got to start in season two. So like right. my season two and season one is getting really mixed up. Yeah, I have to say I'm very proud of myself because I will watch the episode a million times and then kind of like dig through things that I realize and notice. And then I'll go on to grassy fandom wiki. Um, and I was right about it being the first time we meet Hazel. And I was so proud of myself because I too, uh, it kind of just confirmed that I too am a Degrassi stand deep down. So we're introduced to Hazel. Uh, we'll get into like how she's introduced once we get into the episode. Cause it's not very nice, but oh God, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a bad way to come in. But then when you realize who her best friend is, it kind of makes sense. It does. Um, so it adds up. And then this episode isn't titled after a song or a movie, but um, that's because this episode came out before Rumors by Lindsay Lohan existed. Because that very I was much- just, Right. Exactly. Because you know that's what I was thinking when I was like, not named after a song. Wasn't there Rumors? And I was like, no, that was definitely probably like the later 2000s. Yeah. I think it was like 2004, 2005, and this episode was 2002. So they were a little bit too early to name it after Rumors by Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, but that song was made for this. It really was. Um, there's also a song that was featured in the Proud Family that Penny sings. That was aired before Degrassi aired, and it's all huh. I can think about this whole um, <laughs> this whole episode. If I can like find a clip, we'll insert it here because it's pretty iconic. Stop spreading those rumors around. Stop spreading the lies. 
Um, but yeah, they missed the opportunity for that, and um, they could have had a Lindsay Lohan song as the title, but you know, neither here nor there. Maybe in the reboot, we'll have a rumors episode. Again, <laughs> we kind of discussed, we don't really Just know, our boat, but right. y'all gotta pay us for that idea, absolutely. Right? So, we don't really know how they'll name the titles, but I'm interested to see. And if it's a song, well, there you go. And if you need any more recommendations, you gotta call us and give us the cash for them. So, yep. Um, I wonder if my microphone can pick up on this spray bottle. Just an FYI, I'm trying to braid up my hair. All right. <laughs> Disclaimer, probably because I can pick up everything in my background, even though it's not right behind me. It's further away. So whatever. Okay. Um, and then this is the part we talked about. If you listened to us last week, last week's episode, we talked about how Ashley and Terry were taking a love quiz out of a tween magazine. Um, and we were just laughing about the fact that we should have found the same quiz and took it. Um, but I did find a Degrassi quiz on BuzzFeed from the 20th anniversary to find out what Degrassi characters we are. So we're going to take that now. Um, let's see, make sure it's refreshed and I will link this on our Instagram page when we post the episode. So you too can find out which Degrassi character you are. I guess I could have muted myself while I was spraying this, huh? (laughs) Well, now, you know, moving forward, you could totally go for it. Let's see. Okay. I will ask you these questions. Okay. I'm ready. First, how would your teachers describe you? A pleasure to have in class, talks too much, a pretty good kid, very creative, needs to learn to raise their hand, or as a total pain in the ass? Hmm. I think my teachers, hmm. It's weird because thinking, I guess I have to go back to like my seventh and eighth grade self versus now because <laughs> me as a stu- as an adult student is different than I right. think me as a middle school student. That's fair. So I think if we're going for like me as a middle school student, I was probably talks too much maybe. <laughs> I can imagine me talking too much. Definitely not me today. Yeah. That's hilarious. Okay. Choose a way to get to school. The bus, my car, walking, my grandma's car, carpool with friends, or riding my bike. Okay. Middle school me was taking the bus. Same. I don't even understand how anyone else would have a different answer, but you know. I I guess if your parents don't work, they like drive you to school. What is that? Right. Or like the very small percentage of people like in my high school high school obviously that we're driving to school and we were all like what the fuck <laughs> like <laughs> right um what are you doing before class cheer practice goofing off with friends hitting the gym jamming in the music room hooking up with your significant other or cramming for an exam i was definitely goofing off with friends yes same okay oh no you're tardy pick a teacher to get detention from now i will say i don't there have to be teachers from next class. Don't recognize half of them. You might know them. You know, um, know all of them. Yes. But we have Principal Simpson, Mr. Mitchell, Mrs. Kwan, Miss Grell, Mr. Yeah, Perino, Ms. or Coach so Ms. Armstrong. Okay. So Miss Grell taught the rubber room. I never really understood the name of that, I think. That sounds kind of familiar. I don't I'm understand not... what it is, but I do sound. Do they have a picture of her? Yes. Is it a black lady with curly mm-hmm. hair? Yeah, that's her. 
Um, so Mr. Simpson, it's definitely not Mr. Perino because he was an asshole. Yeah, uh, I do remember that. I remember his face. Who else is my list? Mr. Simpson, Mr. Perino, the asshole, Miss <laughs> Grell. I'm going to go with Miss Grell. Cool. Pick a Degrassi couple. Manny and Jay, Jimmy and Hazel, Emma and Sean, Paige and Alex, Marco and Dylan, JT and Liberty. Obviously, spoiler alerts all right there, but you know. I think I'm going to go with Manny and Jay. She really reformed him. That's so funny. What a but I also just love Manny, so yeah, that same. might be it. That's like, fair. I couldn't pick Emma and Spinner or Sean because I do like Emma and Sean, but I don't really like Emma. <laughs> That's fair. Let's see. What's your least favorite school subject? Math, English, science, history, media immersion, or gym? History. There's a rumor going around about you. Very relevant to today's episode. Yes. Uh, what is the rumor? I hooked up with my friend's significant other. I'm dating a teacher. I pulled a messed up prank. I cheated on my significant other. I'm pregnant or I smoked weed in the school bathroom. Oh, um, <laughs> I want to say none of these. I know. <laughs> none of them. Um, I guess I'm going to say that I hooked up with my friend's significant other, not because it's something that I would have done. But when I was in high school, there was a rumor. So fun fact, there was a rumor that went around of me that I had sex in a movie theater. What? Um, it was nuts. Um, I I guess I can give a little bit more explanation. So first of all, I hadn't had sex in a movie theater. <laughs> Just to and clear that up. I remember up. when it happened, I was like, I haven't even been to the movies all summer. <laughs> but there was a girl from my high school who used to work at the movie theaters. And she swore up and down to everyone that she saw me. Now, a fun fact here. Is that the person who did have sex in the movie theater was a friend of mine. I'm not going to name any names. All I'm saying is this friend sat very quietly. I don't know if she realized that the rumor was spread because someone had seen her. And I can't give too many details. (laughs) But I understood why they said that I had been having sex in the movie theater. And I understood the confusion. It was not me, but there that was what had happened. Um, and so I guess we're going to say that I hooked up with a friend's boyfriend is my rumor. That's so funny. I um, never did this in high school, but I chose uh, I smoked weed in the school bathroom. <laughs> yes. Yes, that makes sense for you. Yes, very uh, on brand, but for the sake of whatever, allegedly. Um, finally, pick a character from the later <laughs> generations. Eli, Dallas, Lola, Miles, Sav, or Tori, who I found out was actually Angela from Degrassi's The Next Generation. <laughs> so that's what you were asking about yes. that. Okay. So I kind of like Eli. I really like Lola. Me too. You said somebody else in there, so I, and I can't remember. So, oh, well. I'm going to uh, go with Lola. Yeah. I too picked Lola. Okay. This is hilarious. Um, You are most like Manny. Oh, see, (laughs) I told you guys we were destined to be together because she's a Leo. Yes. Look. Okay. You are most like Manny. Like her, you have a magnetic personality and a heart of gold. Confident. Well, that's a lie. (laughs) You tend to value your friend's input a lot more than you let on. You can sometimes be a little impulsive and don't always make the wisest choices, but your life is definitely never boring. Okay. 
Well, I can get behind become being Manny, so I'll take it. Yeah. Um, I took the quiz before, so we wouldn't have to do both on air, but I got Emma, funny enough. Um, oh, no, look at that, though. <laughs> so we're destined to be besties. That's yes. amazing. Um, I am not like Emma at all. Like, everything they were saying, I did not relate to, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, you know, we'll take it. Yeah, that's we, fine. We could have been worse characters. Don't tell me that I'm Jay when he was giving away rubber bands. Never mind. <laughs> if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you're going to find out. Yeah, absolutely. The ravine. What a time. <laughs> All right, so real quick, before we get started, um, again, like I said, I'm forcing my coworkers to watch Degrassi because that's what I do in my free time. And um, I have a coworker, and one of them just continues to complain about uh, Jimmy Drake's hairline. LOL. And so Aubrey Drake Graham once said, I was ready. Fuck that. I've been ready. (laughs) Since my dad used to tell me he was coming to the house to get me. He ain't show up. Valuable lesson, man. I had to grow up. And while Drake may have grown up, he did not learn how to properly style his kinky curly hair for several years. And this is a classic case that many children with white mothers and presumably less involved fathers commonly deal with. In addition to this, racism in the industry prevents anyone who would know how to style black actors' hair from being involved in set. Many black actors have spoken out about this issue, Mm. Gabrielle Union to name one. And as a result, we do not really see a good evolution in Jimmy's hairline on set. Honestly, like his season seven hairline, is, he he has one, but it, looks yeah. like it does not look good either. Since leaving the show, though, if you still follow Drake, you know that now he's got money and he can <laughs> afford to have his personal stylist to braid his hair up to look just like Adonis's or whatever. Right. Um, and so like now it looks good, but we have to wait several years for him to have his like hair glow up. And that's just because racism. That's it. That's what it boils down to. And I think it's funny to bring this up now because the conversation around Drake's hair recently and like the braids, whether he has like added in hair to the braids or if it's his natural hair is really funny. (laughs) Um, But since we started the season, it's definitely something I pay attention to, but right off because I try not to focus so much on who Jimmy ends up becoming like in real life because it messes with like when I was watching Degrassi, I had no clue that was going to be Drake. You know what I mean? So I try to separate the two, but it's it's bad. Like it's pretty pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. Like I I I guess I I ignore it, but then once I saw it, I couldn't stop seeing it and you're like, "Well, I mean, I he his uh, allegedly according to his music, his dad really wasn't hanging out with him all right. the time, so he wasn't taking him to the barbershop. And if you're not taking your your kid to the barbershop and your white mother doesn't know that much. Yeah. Again, like no shade, but like that's how it be for biracial black children. Absolutely. There is no edge of insight like whatsoever for several seasons. It's very unfortunate. And I know it's yeah. what people make fun of him the most for when they watch yeah. the grassy. Yeah. Cause I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, he, I know he's, he doesn't seem too embarrassed by it. But yeah. yeah I mean, cause the globe is real. Just like, um, Oh, Colin's know. character. Yes, yes. I, I forget his name. AJ Man. Sodden or something like yes. that. The glow up is he real. He had the the second best glow up of all Degrassi history. Absolutely. Because he was such an awkward, lanky little kid on that show. And yeah. now he's on Instagram just feeling fielding all types of sexual harassment. In oh his my goodness, messages. all the time. I think this is a great time to um, insert the quote, my Manny, how <laughs> you've grown. <laughs> it is. And 
If you know, you know, but if you don't know, I will tell you that that is a, I guess, a Jimmy quote. I was going to say Drake, but again, Jimmy's right. character. So that is a Jimmy quote. And yeah, we do often think that when we think of Colin's character growing up. Yeah. Shout out to Colin's growth. That's hilarious. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Now that we're finished lusting over grown Colin, we right. can go ahead and get started with this episode. So this episode is called Rumors and Reputations, and as you can imagine, it is about rumors and reputations. So this episode starts out with the beginning of a long line of lurking in Degrassi history. Emma is notorious for lurking behind windows. This is not the first time we're going to see her lurking. It is not. It actually probably isn't the first time. It's definitely not the last time. Yeah. And if there's one thing that like she is good at, it is looking at people through windows and then jumping to conclusion. Nosy. So, yeah. So Liberty sees, or Emma sees Liberty working with Mr. Armstrong. And honestly, if it were me, I probably would have just kept moving. I don't know why she looked through the window. Right. But he has, or I guess maybe she looked through because he has his arm around Liberty. And so naturally this could only mean one thing to Emma. Mr. Armstrong has to be having an inappropriate relationship with Liberty. It's just the conclusion she jumped to, obviously. Given, I guess, Emma's history, I am right. can imagine why she was like on edge after kind of what happened with her in season one. That's fair. That's a trauma response. Yes, I guess also speaking of trauma response, because we're going to be talking about Liberty's possible um, relation, inappropriate relationship with an adult, which would be sexual abuse of a kind. But, you know, there we go. There's that disclaimer. It's not going on though, because this is a rumor. But we're at, but Emma doesn't know that because she has jumped to conclusions because Mr. Armstrong had his arm around Liberty. Um, let's see. Oh, I also referred to her as Nancy Drew. Um, That's funny. <laughs> in a deleted scene, an extension of this scene demonstrates that Mr. Armstrong was legitimately trying to comfort Liberty after she had grown frustrated with herself. So if you if they had actually played the entire scene as a like a viewer Mm -hmm. we would have seen like from what emma saw you see and you're like yeah that is a little weird but if you had seen the entire scene we as a viewer would have seen that he was comforting her and that's entirely okay yeah either way we did not see it i get i and i get with emma's history why she was upset um she went for it to go ask additional questions about armstrong to her friends this killed me because she was asking someone i think she asked manny like what do you think of armstrong and my first response is i think armstrong is one of the only teachers you have and y'all need to be nice to him (laughs) respect this man y'all trying to get him fired i mean who's gonna coach wrestling basketball soccer teach teach math math, right tutor you which also i think jt mentions that he helped him with math exactly so y'all need to be nice to this man Another thing JT references actually in this scene, and I actually noticed as someone who's moved into season two, they mentioned, keep mentioning his, they've mentioned his mother a couple more times throughout that season. But yeah, they mentioned, JT mentions or references his absentee mother. He tells like a joke about his mother with uh, milk splitting, uh, Mm. squirting through her nose. And I was like, oh, well, 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 if it isn't Mother York. Mother York, aka Jamie Lee Curtis. If you don't, you'll find out. I have to post that tweet. <laughs> yes, you do. I'm going to post it. You'll see what we're talking about. It's hilarious. Um, yeah, we found out that Jamie Lee Curtis is JT's mom. So that's just yeah. that. Yes. <laughs> so Liberty got very defensive when Emma goes to ask her, hey, girl, I saw you with Mr. Armstrong. And Liberty got defensive. And if you know why, 
like what was going on with Liberty, then you kind of understand. I think I just said she got frustrated with herself due to dyscalculia, but we don't know that at this point. But you in the moment, it, yeah. you, it just kind of seems like she's getting defensive with Emma. And it's like, well, why? Why are you so defensive, girl? And that is absolutely the conclusion that Emma jumps to. Um, When Emma sees Armstrong covertly pass Liberty a pamphlet, her imagination begins to run wild. She goes like, and you know it's running wild because she says, come to think of it, he's nice to everyone. Girl, is it bad to be a nice teacher? At like that what point? Right. And again, y'all have five teachers. You only know this man and like four other people. So he's going to be nice because he has to deal with all y'all crazy asses. I don't understand at all. But yes. Yeah, so I guess she's reading into a lot. She sees him pass or something. For what it's worth, he did look over his shoulder as he passed it. But again, it's because this is something private for liberty. Right. Right. It, it makes sense if you know. Yeah, Damn, it's not supposed to be so like tangled. this is disrespectful. <laughs> yeah, it's just not supposed to be something that everybody knows. So he's obviously not trying to make a big scene of it. And it's also like they probably don't think anybody is eyeing them the way Emma is. <laughs> but again, she'd be on her Nancy Drew shit. So here no we go. Way. Man, that's all she ever does is lurk. But anyway, so Emma sees that. And then seeing her pass Liberty to the note leads Emma to go confide in Manny, which unfortunately snowballs into chaos and rumors. This whole episode is a very bad game of phone tag or telephone, right? Is it telephone? Yes. It just gets progressively worse because it's just people passing around different information. It's insane. It's so annoying. Did you, did you hear? She was getting out of his car this morning. It was like, no one ever said that. No, no one, one ever said any of those things. Like, they would hear one thing and then add on to it. And then they'd tell somebody. And then the next person would add on to that. And it would just, yes. it spirals out of control. Armstrong doing it. But before we talk about how Liberty Armstrong doing it, we can cut to Spinner and Jimmy in the cafeteria. We get the impression from this scene that he is often ridiculing cafeteria food much to the dismay of the cafeteria workers. And in this point, I am going to include a sound clip of something that he says, and I cackled at it a little bit. What is that? Nuclear waste? I don't want to hear about it, Gavin. Hey, guys, did you see the sign in the bathroom? Flush twice. It's a long way to the cafeteria. Gavin, it might take you a few extra years, but I can't wait for the day you graduate. Today, however... Spinner finds an earwig in his food. This is a lesson of the boy who cried wolf because nobody believes Spinner. Nobody. Uh-oh. And he really did see an earwig in his food and that's gross. Uh, one thing that killed me is that he tries, like, he tries to tell people, like Paige and Ashley, and Ashley's like, well, maybe it was just a piece of hair that's still disgusting. Like, what? Yeah. Either way, it's a cause for concern, <laughs> but no one yeah. wants to hear it from him. Not at all. Miss Kwan is like, that's defamation, okay? That's unacceptable. <laughs> and like, I don't, and like, they're like, well, do you have any proof? And he's like, and I just don't understand how he would be able to prove it. It's not even the time of like the social media or like the the cell phones and the camera phones where he would even right. have like a camera phone to say, well, I took a picture of it. He's like, well, no, it's on the bottom of someone's shoe. Why would he have proof? And what does him carrying around an ear wet <laughs> wig, like, how is that proof? Yeah, this killed me too, though, because he throws it at a girl. Like, he picks it up out of the food and throws it at somebody. So it's honestly also his own fault that it's not there anymore. 
Yes. Like, were so. you still trying to eat it after you picked the bug out? Like, this is the mistake also you made. That. Also right. that. What the hell? Um, so, but again, back to Armstrong and his drama. Paige notices that Terry seems distressed. And she con- basically convinces her to confide in her. Paige is just being such a little gossip. She's right. like, it'll make you feel better to tell someone the biggest what's mistake. going on. She's so annoying. Um, Terry confesses what she heard about Armstrong because Terry was being a little nosy and we realize that she heard Emma confide in Manny from around the corner. So this is just a bunch of people who were minding people's business and they shouldn't have been. Right. Paige is like, I'm not going to tell anyone. And then she instantly hops on her tiny little blue her side little phone and sends Hazel a text. And this yes. is, oh, I actually wrote in my notes. I think this is the first time we meet Hazel. It yep. is. Girl, it is. So she texts Hazel, and again, we're introduced to Hazel because she out here spreading lies that Paige told her. So very fitting, considering Paige is her best friend. She gets this message and then hops on the phone when she gets out of class and is talking to someone else about this rumor loud enough for Sean to then overhear it. So now Sean has an idea that something is going on between Liberty and Armstrong. A bunch of, like, minding your business is free 99, but who's minding <laughs> their business in middle school? No Nobody. One. No one. Um, I I think this is, like, a great window into technology of 2003 because seeing uh, Paige on her phone and just Hazel on her phone was like, oh, okay, that's really what we were doing, huh? Right. It's so funny because Hazel's phone looks like, it's like a bulky phone. It literally looks like a house phone. So it's hilarious. And then Paige's like flip text phone was giving me major Kelly in the Dilemma music video when she was typing on Excel. Oh, God. I knew you were about to say that. I knew you were going to say it's it. It's giving that energy because Paige was so lightly tapping on the keys. There's just no way she actually typed anything, but it was giving Why a Dilemma. Did they have her so. typing on Excel? That was probably the funniest thing have I've ever seen. Have we ever gotten answers to that? Oh my god, we did. Someone asked, I think the read might have asked her that, and she was like, what's Excel? Yes, I do, yes. But, like, I want the producers to answer. I know yeah. Kelly had no idea, but, like, I want the producers to answer. Tell me why you had her typing on Excel. The what's Excel is a flex, though. Imagine oh never oh, needing right. to fucking oh use god. Excel. Girl, Kelly, I envy you. Where was I? All right. So the spread of the rumor runs wild and it gets worse every time it's told, as we said. Hazel tells a friend on the phone who's overheard by Sean, who then tells Spinner. Spinner rushes to tell Jimmy. Jimmy emails Ashley. Ashley confronts Liberty. Distraught, Liberty confines, confides in Emma the next day, who is appalled that someone could spread this rumor. This pissed me off because I was like, <laughs> whose fault is it? I know this is the point. Like, she has to figure it out herself. But it's so annoying because she said the whole school is talking. Because of you, girl. What the hell? <laughs> Ooh, whoa, that is very on brand for Emma to stir some shit up and have no idea that it was her fault. So clueless. Uh, Paige walks out of the stall um, and she's got a new trunk case. I'm just saying. She does. It's fancy too. Yeah. Um, but now Emma is faced with an issue. Oh, so what I said was whole time is Emma's fault, as we all know, because she was looking through the window. And determined to help her friend Liberty uncover the truth, Emma plays Nancy Drew, only to find out she was a problem the whole time. I love the way Emma or Terry told Emma about herself right here. Right. Important that I circle back to here because I'm definitely about to play that clip. I hope you're happy. Me? Hello? 
You're the one who started the rumor. I hate to tell you, but no. It was right here yesterday. You were talking to Manny about Liberty and Armstrong, remember? You started the rumor, Emma. All right, so now Emma is faced with an issue. Does she admit to Liberty that it is her fault that the whole school is talking about her fucking Armstrong or <laughs> does she sit quiet? Meanwhile, Spinner has a plan. He brings a container of earwigs to school so he can plant them on someone who people will trust. Now, honestly, this isn't a bad idea in that like, <laughs> yeah, they're, gonna, they're not gonna trust Spinner as he saw, but right. they will trust someone else. Spinner was right about that. But he just, he, his execution was just all wrong. And we see why, because, oh, and I actually said that he wasn't wrong. And also he wasn't wrong about the bug being in his food. Right. Like, that was gross. <laughs> and it's funny because at the end he's like, they're like, well, we have to have the cafeteria clean now. And he's like, but it needed to be cleaned. Right. And it did. This is the issue though. He overdid it. Had he just brought one earwig exactly. and put it on the damn plate it wouldn't have been such a scene because you look crazy with this. It literally looked like a tub of an empty tub of butter that he right. brought in full of bugs. Like you are so sketch and now you're overselling it. And then he was like, he looked guilty. Right. <laughs> like, but anyway, so he moves forward with his plan. He's got his little tub of earwigs and um, that's where I say he absolutely overdoes it because he's like, it took me hours to collect them. This is Gross. disgusting, but Gross. okay. Um, and he does what he planned. He secretly puts a bunch of um, bugs on Ashley's food, which again, you should have just done one. But anyway, yeah. he doesn't. He also doesn't um, tell Jimmy that he's doing it to Ashley because he confides in Jimmy this plan. And he's like, okay, cool. But does not tell him that he's going to do right. it to his girlfriend. Right. Ashley screams. This attracts food. Spinner looks guilty. Ashley knows it's him. She opens up the container. Look, there's a there's a bunch of bugs. And now... Everyone's looking at Spinner and Ashley. They know what he did. The funny part is like Spinner's face in this scene because he's just like, yeah, I fucked this up, didn't I? <laughs> like it just reads all over his face. Entirely. And as we see, to resolve Spinner's issue with the cafeteria, he now has to work to pay off his debt. Where did his debt originate? Well, they have to have the cafeteria exterminated oh. because of all those bugs he brought. And this is ironic because there were already bugs in the cafeteria. He brought the bugs to school just so people would believe him. Ashley and Jimmy come to get a laugh. Spinner is upset. And that is the end of our episode. That was a pretty quick episode review or recap. Yeah. I think the only thing we missed is we missed is Liberty just telling Emma like off at the end. I don't even know how I forgot that part because I've watched this episode 8,000 times. <laughs> yeah. So Terry definitely reads Emma and Emma realizes what the fuck she did wrong. And then, well, yeah, because then we literally like, they pull Armstrong and Liberty out of the class, which makes no sense to me because why would you make that so public? Like, especially about yeah. a rumor like that. Why did they call Liberty and him at the same time? I'm so confused because I absolutely, oh, you know what? Here it is. I don't know <laughs> what I was doing when I was typing this because I've watched this episode a hundred times. So I'm like, yeah. Mr. Radich pulls Mr. Armstrong from class to confront him about the rumor in front of everyone. In front of everybody. Makes a Emma scene goes, of it. Emma goes to confess her participation in starting the rumor. Liberty is furious and tells Emma that she's a terrible at helping people and needs to stick to the rainforest. Again, insert clip. Liberty, I feel really bad. Is there something I can do? 
to help? No, Emma. Go back to saving rainforests and whales. Because when it comes to helping people, you suck. Liberty is not wrong. She read her. Yeah. Uh, we learned that Liberty has dyscalculia in this scene. We already knew this if we had watched the extended scenes, which was why Mr. Armstrong was helping her and providing her comfort. This bothers and embarrasses Liberty because it means she isn't as perfect as she wants to be. And this is why Liberty became defensive when she was asked why she was meeting with Mr. Armstrong. Liberty tries to, or Emma tries to reassure Liberty that she's amazing and incredibly, incredibly intelligent. But this does not fix what she did, and Liberty's tired. And this episode ends with a close-up of Emma's guilty face. Guilty. It's insane. Like, she really read her, and I'm so glad we insert that clip, because very much so needed. Someone needed to tell her. Um, The other thing I laughed about in this episode was, like, everyone who is sick of the student shit will call a bully by their first name. Like, Spinner, they stay calling him Gavin, and I know he hates it. Like, absolutely hates it. And it's so funny because no one will call you by your first name. Like, there she go. Like somebody that's sick of your shit. Miss ma'am. Call her Gavin. <laughs> exactly. Um. So, yeah, that was funny to me because they all call him Gavin. Yes. <laughs> um. Where was I? I guess we can talk about the next episode and predictions because I don't really have any predictions from this episode because we kind of ended it at a turning point where like. This episode was really just more character development right? versus anything dramatic going on. We just kind of get to know everyone a little bit better. There weren't really any cliffhangers. Um, is something going to come of Spinner working in the cafeteria? There is a storyline that kind of ties back into it, I think, next season, but we don't get through it this season. Um, is Emma going to stop trying to help people? No. That makes sense because um on degrassi wiki they said that we were introduced to hazel and sheila and that she's like a reoccurring character after so it's not the last we'll see of the lunch lady who calls spinner gavin yes and i have an episode moral which somehow is at the top of my document um and i want to say that like minding your business is free 99 is the moral (laughs) but if emma thought that she genuinely if she genuinely thought that she saw mr and armstrong and liberty inappropriately having a relationship she wouldn't have been wrong for telling an adult Right. However, this rumor spread because Emma was peeking into the classroom and she wasn't supposed to be and Terry was eavesdropping from around the corner and neither one of those two should have happened should like should have happened upon the information. But they did because they were being nosy and they were completely wrong. So, I mean, I'm I'm torn between that. But absolutely, I'm going to go with Spinner's The Boy Who Cried Wolf. That's what happened. Yeah. Don't complain about shit because then when it happens, no one's going to believe you. Right. That's I love that our morals are always really similar. Um, because mine is literally to mind the business that, that pays you. Um, but also if you're concerned for someone and their well being, <laughs> you shouldn't speculate to others. You should go straight to the source and express your concerns or like in this situation, Same. like after talking to Liberty or even before, if you really thought it was that big of a deal, you know, Radich, you know, Mr. Simpson, like, you know, everybody at this right. point, use your resources and stop speculating with other people. <laughs> I guess this is why we are. Emma and Manny. Absolutely, right? Yes. Um, that's funny. Before we close, I had a closing question um, that I had an idea from looking at one of the many Degrassi accounts that we follow on our Instagram. I think it's the Degrassi edit episode. They had like a question under a post that was pretty much like, "What's the who is the one character you would want them to bring back in the 2023 reboot? Ooh. Um, 
So shout out to them. That's a great question. And for that, I say, I think Manny, honestly, because this is a Manny Stan account, but yeah, that'd be a good one. Um, Or Emma, but I don't want her to come back with her significant other. So no. Yeah. But that made me also pose the question of what storyline would you want the reboot to cover and or bring back? Nothing from season one. Maybe a little ecstasy. Yeah, I, I I say that's a good one because again we got Euphoria from the same uh same streaming service, so I know that they could really take it there if they want to. Um, I would say that I want them to cover abortion again because I think it's important. Oh, to, absolutely to normalize it, but I also think it's important for them to actually show it and air it and yes. like discuss it and not make such a big deal out of it as they did in the early 2000s when they wouldn't air it for years on end. I, I just think they need to normalize it. And again, if you've watched before, you know that they touched on that subject too. So I think Degrassi would probably really benefit from doing a new... Um, I forgot that storyline. Yeah, a I new storyline covering this in the year of twenty, like 22, because it's important. That's my food for uh, thought for the day. Thank you. I'm going to go over the episode, the summary for the next week's episode. Next episode, Sean asks Emma out on a date, but the night turns into one disaster after another. Meanwhile, when Jimmy and Spinner are given detention by a stressed Mrs. Kwan, they vow to revenge, or they vow revenge by pulling pranks on her. The pranks are fun at first, but quickly turn cruel when Spinner decides to egg Miss Kwan's car. Mmm. This is a pretty decent episode, so I'm looking Gavin. forward to recapping it. Yeah. I'm going to learn more about Mrs. Kwan, one of the only Yes, teachers. we do. <laughs> I think that's all I have for this week's episode. Same here. I guess I have to go find my episode summary. Wow. Definitely don't even have it available. I know. I literally had to go just go back to my notes from last week to, okay. <laughs> to find out what my outro is. So that's where right. we're at with it. <laughs> All right. So this week, this wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend. To hold you over between episodes, you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username below the dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts or email us at whateverittakes385 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Go ahead, Terry. Yes. (laughs) Uh, um, I second all those things. And as always, like, comment, rate, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to us. Um, give us a rate, leave us a comment, all that fun stuff. And we did pretty good last week with getting this up on Throwback Thursday. But to this, I say, uh, meet us here below the dot every Throwback Thursday or Flashback Friday. Um, uh, when you hear us, you'll find out. So see you next time. Now, <laughs> <laughs> the